Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. What a save from Mark Howard. But you can, you can get some incredible goalkeepers really? who are short and fat, yeah. bringy ankles yeah. or whatever. I'm a five for eight goalkeeper. You got three blokes from Coronation Street on the wing. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You got Aaron from Emmerdale up top. 47 minutes. Lou Griffith gives away a penalty. <laughs> oh, they gave me so much abuse. Honestly, I felt like a Scunthorpe United goalkeeper. Who are you? What? Who are you? He goes, what do you mean? I'm like, we'll read the programme, mate. What do you mean? <laughs> And I was like, your mum's a I, welder. I must have misheard it. Hey, mate, where'd you get your gloves from? Norris the rubber man. <laughs> hey, Ben, your auntie works at the local working men's club. <laughs> He's like, That's it. Oh, this will all go in the book, mate. Keep it going, keep it going. Three points, we did it together. Like, we're just boiling over. Ah, your shit. If the listeners know, but Casper's um, got a dad called Peter Schmeichel. I've only worn these once. Where? Old Trafford. But um, no, no big deal. Let him one goal, one, two, one. Don't worry about it. Hey, mate, take it seriously. Again. Mate, I'm not going to take it seriously. It's like a charity game. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to get signed. Anyway, he got signed. No way. <laughs> yeah. What a save from Mark Howard. Thank you for joining in with the Yours Mine Away podcast. I'm your host, Mark Howard, with producer Ben here in the studio. We have an amazing guest with us today. One of the funniest goalkeepers probably the only funny goalkeeper that there's ever been. Lloyd Griffiths, welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Only for, I think there's there's definitely funny goalkeepers. We're weird. Yeah, funny. weird. But I think, I mean, f- uh, even financially, probably more funnier ones uh, <laughs> th- th- than me. Um, fattest funniest you could go with. You but again, not, I, I think don't I, think you're the fattest, mate. Oh, really? Oh, bless you. I reckon you're the best at singing. I reckon you're the oh, best. Oh, yeah, 100%. Best you, singing goalkeeper. You're the funniest, best singing goalkeeper. Mm. in the 18 stone category boom there I am ticked all the boxes the there's, me, there's me medal <laughs> there's me medal well thanks for having me no thank you for coming on obviously uh, we've got a, a mutual friend in common with Andy Lonigan. Uh, Andy he Lonigan. obviously set us up and uh, I really appreciate that little hook up and that but yeah you've been no, to his house yes he only lives around the corner from me I'm in like course, yeah, the squalors yeah. and he's in like the, the palace big house isn't it yeah what two years at Liverpool can do for you <laughs> unbelievable Golf simulator, 750 acres, helipad, seven swimming pools. Obviously, I'm making it's the staff that answer the door. Yeah, that's the staff. I was like, what? He's Liverpool's third choice keeper, and he's got 17 staff that live inside. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, brilliant. Heard of so, uh, obviously, we're here today to talk about all of our goalkeeping experiences together, and especially get Lloyd's take on being one of the most famous soccer AM goalkeepers, if not the most famous. Well, some of the. Yeah, you, you've trained with current England goalkeepers. You've yeah. you've done it all, mate. Yeah, it's I'm, so I basically wanted to be a goalkeeper when I was a kid, but was obviously too short. As you, you know, I'm five foot eight, and I was all right, but I was just never, never, never ever that good. And so I've just always played in goal in you know Sunday league, and then when I started doing comedy, opportunities came up for me to you know almost kind of like use it as a bit of a, a USP, really. Yeah. 
And then I got the Soccer AM gig and I said, oh, look, can I go in goal, you know, for the for, for various things? And so, yeah, people some, sometimes do know me as as goalkeeper, but I just love it. I just love going in goal. Did like, you play at school? Did you play in goal yeah, at school? Yeah, I played yeah? at goal at school, yeah. There's a lad, um, a bloke called John Cockrell, who used to play for Grimsby Town, a bit of a Grimsby Town legend. And then when he retired, he, he did his badges at our school. So he basically taught me how to play uh, football. And also, I think, like, I'm not sure what you're like, but I just loved the limelight as a kid. So I've led on to this before, right? I loved diving around, getting oh, dirty. God. The biggest thrill for me was, you know, when you're meant to be hurt yeah. and someone goes, oh, that must have hurt, and you're the goalie, and you just bounce back up, and yeah. you're like, doesn't hurt. Yeah. Just yeah. Make you a legend. But it hurt. <laughs> yeah, but you yeah, really yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah, never yeah. tell them. And, and like, there's a massive famous like, saying in goalkeeping, just don't rub it. Yeah. No one knows if you don't rub it. It doesn't hurt then. <laughs> so like, we get away with it then. But yeah, yeah I used to love it. Like, even like now getting like, it sounds really funny, but like getting the ball kicked in your face and still saving it. You're yeah, like, yeah. wow, that was a great save. Yeah, my, my, that was my mum's catchphrase when I was a kid. Don't rub it. Um, but that wasn't to do with... <laughs> yeah, that was a total different... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't rub it, Lloyd. We're in Asda. Um, do you know what? When I, we'll get on to the um, Grimsby Town beating Wrexham in a minute. But I um, when I w- couldn't was, wait to bring that up. No, but there was there was this the clip that went, well, I say a little bit viral. It got two hundred and forty retweets. But there was um, the two owners, the two Hollywood owners, who are absolutely pristine. Do you know what I mean, the most good-looking two Hollywood acting men ever. They are Hollywood. Oh yeah, literally. You look at them and go, oh, you're chiselled. Yeah. It's like you know you've been created by Sims. Do you oh, know what I mean? Oh, I was, yeah, and then and then they uh, the BT Sports then panned to me and Rob Beckett who I take in on, on the day um, because one of our mates fell out, like basically couldn't get involved. I got a load of abuse, but I was like, look, we were both in Blackpool the same day. Anyway, I kept touching my crotch, <laughs> and I don't know why. And I don't they know, are good looking. I don't know, no, yeah, but I won't even look at. That. I was looking at my pie. Um, <laughs> so me and Robert chatting, and I'm like just flicking my crotch and not knowing it. And then my phone kind of like kicks off and so does Rob's. And the last time it happened, like that me and Rob were at the Euros during uh, Wembley yep. last year and our phones, because we'd basically got caught on, on camera before. So then I was like, oh God, I think we've been caught on camera again. And then I looked at my phone, it was me, Auntie Binny. Uh, all the first text message I saw was like, stop, stop, fl- stop flipping. No, she said, stop <laughs> flicking your knob, you scruff. Oh, no. And I was like, my Auntie Binny just sent me a message saying, stop flicking your knob, you scruff. I was like, what's she on about? I didn't really, and then I watched Did you have one video. last flick? No, no, but then I looked back at the video, I was like, oh my God, I just kept like involuntary. And I'm not sure if that was nervous because of the game or... Yep. Rob or a pie does that to me, but um, <laughs> the whole combination, yeah, ridiculous. But going back to the the diving thing, I used to love it, and even uh, I used to just show off. Just I used to just dive, and people were like, oh my god, did that hurt? Not even playing football yep. in a playground, I just like dive, pretend I. Was, and like my mum used to get so annoyed to come back with like, like holes, trousers. And, yeah, ripped up ripped trousers, and you know we were at, we were proper like poor family growing up. I mean, it was just me mum. So like going through pairs of trousers, just like, stop playing football in the playground. I'm not even playing football. I'm just trying to make friends. <laughs> I'm literally just trying to dive in a playground so people will be friends with me. See, I was in the playground. I never went in goal. I was like, I knew that I wasn't too bad in goal. Yeah. Like, and I was getting scouted quite young. So I was like, I'll be an outfielder. And then every time anyone asked me to go in goal, I was like, I'm not doing it in the playground. It's like I was already a bit of a snob there. Yeah, yeah. I like grew up in South London. I was like, I'm too good for this. I just loved it. Uh, like in, in in school, um, like on on the pitch, I'd go and you know and goal, PE, and then I just became like an all right goalkeeper for you know. But you can you can get some incredible goalkeepers really who are good. short and fat, yep. who just got insane reflexes. Even still, like where, where who did we play the other week? Um, oh, I can't remember who was it. We played a, a League Two team, and the goalkeeper throwing no shade made oh the Newport keeper. What's his name? Because um, they've changed Townsend. Townsend, yeah. He's not the tallest. No, bloke. he's only six foot, touching six. Yeah, foot as well. touching six foot. And I, I think that the uh, short sleeves didn't help him. Yep. You know, like I think short sleeves make a keeper look shorter. Yes. And he made some incredible saves. Yeah. Like he, you look at him, you go, he's not gay. Go, oh my god, wow. And it, you, you know, there are certain goalkeepers that aren't blessed with height, but make up for it by just I don't know what speed, sp- springy ankles yeah. or whatever. Shay Given was one of the biggest examples of that ever. Yeah. Like he had this set position that he was like a coiled spring. He'd yeah. just be ready to go at all costs. Yeah, and just knew exactly yeah. when to, you know, yeah. and oh yeah. So I used to I used to go and goal a lot and I loved it. And I, you know, I had trials for various different um no, never for a big, big team, but it was always like um like the Lincolnshire district yeah. or, and stuff like that, and schoolboys at like the local schoolboys team and stuff. But I was just too obviously too short. Vertically so, challenged. Yeah, vertically challenged. And I just I just used to get one of my best mates growing up, Brendan. 
he's now six foot nine, six foot ten, and like he was about six foot four to six foot seven when we were in like year ten, year eleven. I used to get so annoyed. I was like, mate, why are you not a goalkeeper? He's like, start like diving. I'm like, oh god, I'd love to be your height. Never even headed. The only person. Apart from Kyle Hudlin, I saw get shorter when he when he jumped. When he jumped, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people's that, got that, like, yeah, that, that neck, like, that turtle neck, just goes straight in. You kind of go, mate, you're six foot nine when you jump. You must be like seven foot five. He's like, no, <laughs> he's just like he's like shorter than me. Were so. the rest of your school team any good? Did you have a good a good we team are, back then? So I, we, I really went to a choir school in Grimsby. Like right. it's very weird. Like um, so most cathedrals have a uh, have a choir school. Grimsby was the only one that had a parish church that had its own choir school. So it was one of only three in the world. So it was a bit weird. So I basically got hunted by um, like a choir boy hunter. Um, I was in a, a comprehensive school in Grimsby called Old Clear. And then someone was like, oh, he, he's a decent singer. Does he want to? So I went and sung in this choir school. And it was amazing. But the, the school was tiny. Like we had um, maybe 15 kids in a year. In a year. Like oh, two, wow. two classes. No, no. Maybe 15 kids in a class. Yeah, and a year of 30, do you know what I mean? So our football team was just made of... So it was like year 10, it would be year 10, then year 9s and year 8s. So it was almost like... All a mix. Like a school, like a, like a football team where you go, all right, we'll take you know a few from the, the scholars and that lot. And uh, so, yeah, our, our team was actually all right, I mean, considering. Um, and we, we, used to do, we used to do okay. But again, it was never a point where I was going to be a professional goalkeeper at all. Mm. But I just loved it. And then since, you know, doing what I've done, the comedy and stuff, I've been blessed to have been able to... Play as I say, like you know, in decent charity teams. I think um, I think I've played at twelve professional grounds, no, like in the football league. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not playing at Wrexham yet, though. Um, but I mean, I'll uh... any stand out. I mean, looking over those twelve, is there any that you thought this is the nuts? Well, actually, uh, um, Anfield and Old Trafford are two like stadiums that you play at, and yeah. I, I think Anfield we had like it was like a thousand people there, so it wasn't exactly not the same. Um, I played against, um, uh, played in a Sheffield United testimonial, um, and that was a pretty full um, Bramall Lane, which was intimidating. Obviously, I was there for a few years or five oh, years. It's a great stadium, the, isn't it? That atmosphere there. Obviously, we had two years where we reached the League Cup semi final and the FA Cup semi final, and we were getting sellout then. Yeah. And it was huge. The atmosphere was a joke. Like, yeah, mate. And they're, they're yeah, I love it when they're that close. Yes. They're just there. Oh, you feel then, like if someone threw sank at you, it, it would be their hand that would touch you, not the item they'd throw. Who's the, who's the chap that the um, one of the like the, the biggest legends and he, 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 oh, Chris someone Chris Morgan Chris Morgan Big yeah. Morgs oh, scary character him yeah it was a charity game like there was absolutely no element of charity in his playing whatsoever like no smile like it was a game for him yep and like um, Beresford went off injured with like a chunk out of his leg I'm not surprised Morgs used to sharpen his elbows for training <laughs> it was ridiculous <laughs> like mate. I'm a five for eight goalkeeper. You got three blokes from Coronation Street on the wing. Like, what are you doing? You got Aaron from Emmerdale up top. Like, this is a joke. And you, was you against Paddy Kenny at one end? Was it not a mirror oh, image? No, no, no. When we tracked two bottoms on, um, I don't think. I don't. I think did Paddy play? I don't think Paddy did play actually. But it was like it was like, oh my god, you know yeah. I mean? But in our team, we had quite a few players. Like, um, played quite a lot with uh, Wes Brown. And when you're playing with Wes Brown, like, do you know Will Hainan? Yes, Will Hainan. Yeah, yeah, I played with uh, Will at St. Mirren in Scotland. Yeah, Will's a brilliant defender. Great guy, I mean, well. really. And so you've got Will Hainan and Wes Brown at the back. You're going, well, I don't need to do anything, really. I mean, maybe come for the occasional cross, which I'm going to get obviously booted out for. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so I've, you know, played at various few grounds, played at Grimsby's ground a few times. Um, that must have been amazing, obviously, being yeah. a massive Grimsby yeah. fan that you are. And uh, I, I played in a, a testimonial game, um, played in a few testimonials, played in Barry Roach's testimonial yep. at Morecambe which was a, a great day out and then yeah uh, Craig Disley's benefit game at Grimsby Town and I got brought on at half time and this was when like Grimsby Town's 11 weren't yet fully cemented it was like October so Russell Slade stuck out like a pretty decent 11 against ex-Grimsby Town players who was still kind of playing so like Porek Amund, who was at Newport Toto Nasala who was at um, Ipswich I think you know Lillel John Lewis who was at at Shrewsbury and stuff. So, you, you know, you had players that were still playing and then me in goal. <laughs> and it was like, it did, and I, there's, I've still got it. There's a tweet. It says, uh, 46 minutes, Lloyd Griffith comes on and replaces James McEwen for the Craig Disley 11. 47 minutes, Lloyd Griffith gives away a penalty. Oh, no. <laughs> Within 30 seconds of being on the pitch and then, uh, but made a few good saves. I think I got lobbed from about 15 yards um, by Jamie Osborne. Yeah, but... Um, 
someone chipped you at a penalty? Well, no, it was. It's very. I'm not sure you played at Grimsby recently. It looks quite. Um, the dimensions are a bit hard to, you know, get get hold of. And we used to have this like little lump on the on the like like hill by the. So anyway, let's not talk about that. But um, yeah, fair play to Jamie Osborne for lobbing me from 15 yards. But yeah, no. So to to play at Grimsby was obviously a big thing, and. I got so much abuse from the pontoon. Like, so oh, the pontoon's right. like the kind of like the, the rowdy, earthy stand. And uh, I used to stand there, as, uh, sit there as a, as, as a kid, like when I was at school. And then I went on, I was like, oh, they might be quite supportive. They absolutely gave it to me. Because ultimately, I shouldn't have been there. Do you know what I mean? But Craig Disley said, look, you know, you've been a really good friend. Do you mind, do you mind playing this game? I was like, yeah, fine, fair enough. And also, there wasn't another goalkeeper that he right, played okay. with over the last, like, seven to ten years. Still amazing, though, to just oh, have yeah. that opportunity to so, walk out in front of your, your home set of fans. That you're, like I said, you're a huge fan of the club. Yeah. Surely they would have backed you. Oh, they gave me so much abuse. Honestly, <laughs> I felt like a Scunthorpe United goalkeeper. Oh, the fucking hell are you? Oh, who are you? Who are you? Who's a fat bloke in the yellow? All that. But I just kind of like played to it. The and just, villain, just yeah. I literally was like, look, I'm a comedian. Just, you know, you're not a goalkeeper. Just play to it. And just doing the stuff that now Aaron Ramsdale does, you know what I mean, where they give you, oh, yeah, yeah. And then after about 10 minutes, they're like, oh, well done. And then I made like two or three all right saves. I'm like, oh, actually, do you know what? But for that first five minutes, I was like, oh, my God, I'm hated by my fellow fans. But then after a while, I think I, I won them round. And uh, I never go on the fishy, which is the um, the online forum for Grimsby Town. Right. But uh, I did that night. And it was, it was actually quite complimentary. Nice. <laughs> like, he shouldn't have been there, but fair play to him. So... But yeah, it was great to perform at you know at, at Blondell. How Park. did the um how did the sort of goalkeeping heckles weigh up with the uh, the stand up? Um, no, I, th- I think we're heckling. I don't really get heckled that much at stand up. Mm. Um, I think it's a bit of a you know people do heckle and stuff, but I think it's a bit of a, you know it's misconstrued that heckling is part of comedy. Yeah. I think people that don't go to comedy think, oh, you're allowed to heckle. Like nine times out of ten you're not funnier than the comedian. Nah, and you're um, fearful what you could get back off a comedian. I've been to loads of comedy yeah. shows and I'm like, I ain't saying nothing because they can slaughter yeah. me with one word. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the thing. It's like, it's not the first time you've been heckled. So mm. like a comedian has an armory, yeah. an arsenal of kind of like heckle comebacks. So, you know, it's fine. You know, I will ultimately win because I've got hours and hours and hours in the game, whereas you are literally, this is your, you know... This People is, are paying... To listen to yeah, you exactly. say funny stuff. And it's stuff. really weird as well. It's the only really art form where you can kind of chip in. Like, you don't do it at the opera or the theatre. Do you know what I mean? Imagine going to the Crucible in Sheffield to watch, like, a nice Harold Pince play. And they're going, how are you? Going, what? <laughs> how are you? And going, what do you mean? Like, we'll read the programme, mate. You know I mean? <laughs> um, so it's, it is weird. And it's part and parcel of it. But I think, you know, it's, you, you, as a comedian, you've got to be able to prepare yep. for it. And you can't get upset. Um, uh, one of the funniest lines in my set, you know, I, I was uh, doing a gig and I said to this bloke, oh, what do you think I do as well as comedy? This bloke looked at me and went, darts. And I was like, oh my God. And he got the biggest laugh in the room. I was like, that's absolutely killed me. But, you know, fair play. Sometimes yeah. it will be funny. That is and he weren't, he just, I just put him under pressure and he, he just, he reacted and it was a really, really funny little line. And I use it and I've, you know, made money out of it. See, obviously but, I've had heckles as well, right, in football. Oh, it's, but it's only like, normally it's just white noise when you play football, yeah, right? Of course, but yeah. every now and then, like, I'll go and take a goal kick and go and get the ball out of the stand and you'll hear something and you're like, what did he just say? And like, even when I was in Scotland, I remember going back to like then, right? And like going to get a ball and just someone going, your mum's a welder. And I was like, what does that <laughs> fucking mean? And I was like, your mum's a welder. I must have misheard it. And I'm like, nah, that, right. So then like you just like leave it and you're like, right, okay. And then like, even like down to last year, we played Harrogate away, right? And yeah. I was at Carlisle and the whole half, they were singing Howard Shags's sister in the bath, in the bath, Howard Shags's. <laughs> and the whole half, this went on 45 minutes after the lads, and, like after the, after the game in the dressing room, the lads are going, you shagged your sister in the bath. Because <laughs> they bastard. <laughs> yeah, they were like the whole grand side. Do, you, yeah, do yeah. you even have a sister? No, don't have a sister. Do you have a, do you have a bath? <laughs> uh, not recently. <laughs> not recently. He's doing all right. Isn't <laughs> yeah. It? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's mad the stuff. And, I, you know, I do get involved as well, especially being like a, a goalkeeping fan. You know, I'm always the first to look at someone, a goalkeeper's gloves. I'm like, like mate, your gloves are awful. You can't, you can't even afford a pair of Adidas. I mean, just yeah, slating them slate if they're them. wearing like a bedroom pair of gloves. I'm going, mate, you're not even... The, one of the best heckles I heard, and this only really is funny if you're from Grimsby. So, I mean, there's probably a small Venn diagram of people that are from Grimsby that kind of like will know this shop as well. 
there's a, a really old shop. It's called it was called Norris the Rubber Man, and basically it used to sell rubber products. So on the dock, if like you're working on the dock, you need like a rubber apron, rubber shoes. Like when before yeah, yeah. Crocs were Crocs, you know, you used to have. A, so it's called Norris the Rubber Man. So if why you is there were, such a high birth rate in Grimsby though? Well, <laughs> you mean you don't? It's really thick rubber. Oh right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you won't want to be using that. Do you know I mean, I might make it bigger. Anyway, so. You go to Norris Rubberman's, you get your basic like, aprons, overalls, stuff like that. They did workwear, but also in the, in the corner, they had like sportswear, like boots. And it was like pony boots, gola boots. I mean, they weren't great. Mm. And the gloves weren't amazing. I mean, back in the day when Sondico weren't, you know, they had that, that little moment, didn't they? Yeah. But they weren't great. And they had like, like kind of homemade stuff. And it was, a, it was Welling away. Okay. So on like Welling, Southeast London on the A2, Grimsby in the doldrums of the National League. And we weren't doing great. We were playing Welling away. This bloke had like short sleeve, which I don't get. Do you wear short sleeves? No. Good lad. I, fair enough. I, I wear like, long sleeves. I was like, really? Yeah. I literally wear a long sleeve shirt. Just pulled up just a little bit. Just to fine. That's okay, it. I'm yeah. not a short sleeve. You can, you sleeve can have a little people. roll up, but I just, I just don't get ones. why you're wearing short sleeves. Like, it's, it's cold. It's wet. Do you know what I mean? The sleeves are, yeah. Anyway, so this lad was wearing short sleeves and he had an Alice band on and he, had, he was wearing white gloves, unbranded, un, unbranded white gloves. And then he was about to take a goal kick and someone just went, Hey, mate, where did you get your gloves from? Norris the rubber man. And the whole away fans just absolutely wet himself. It's so niche. Yeah. We're wetting ourselves. This lad like, doesn't know what's happened. No, do you know what I mean? We've brought our own jokes. We're yeah. all like, look. And he's, got, he's like, oh, well, I obviously don't know what Robbie's, Norris the rubber man is. I bet that kept him up at night, that one thing. What do they mean? Googling Norris the rubber man. If you Google Norris the rubber man, it comes out with a really derelict shop in Grimsby, bless. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, you do hear some really niche echoes. And I think it's the ones that are more kind of like personal, as you say, like, you know, Know, your mum's a welder. Was it was it Andy Andy Lonergan that said it, or it might be someone else? I, oh, I think it was uh, Ben Hamer. I was chatting to Ben Hamer, and Ben Hamer said um, he's, he's like his auntie works at. I think it's Andy. He's like his auntie works at the local working men's club, and where he's from. And he, he was just getting heckled. Hey, Ben. Your auntie works at the local working men's club. <laughs> like, That's it. it wasn't an insult. It was just a just fact. A fact. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that he that people knew that. And I, I can't remember. He was like, he's from like the, the West Country. And he said, so I think it like when he was playing, playing like a local rival. And they were just heckling, heckling him with facts about where his family worked. <laughs> and that will get on your head yeah. more than just saying you're shit. You're going, yeah, I know I'm shit. I mean, oh, no, you know, I'm, not, I'm a little bit tubby or whatever. But yeah. if you go, your auntie works at the local working men's club, you're going, yeah she, yeah, she does leave her out. Of yeah. it. I mean, you're getting a bit protective. It, it's those ones that are more personal. So we played Dorking away a couple of weeks ago on an AstroTurf pitch. And behind the goal, there was a group of kids. And they were like young, 12 yeah, years yeah, older. Yeah. They had no idea. Like, And they were going, uh, did Ryan Reynolds fly you here on, your on his plane? And you're like, <laughs> that's not really a good heckle. Right? And you're like listening. And someone goes, well, he looks like Deadpool after his op. About me. I was like, are you cheeky bastard? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When it's going like really specific, yeah. kind of like, oh, actually, yeah, do you know what? That, that is a bit painful. Yeah, that hurt me. I was like, oh, a wrinkled face and that looking at the testicle face. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm old, right, fine. That's fair enough. I, uh, I played in a charity game a few months back at a really like rough, rough ground. When I say rough ground as in like the ground I meant, like, it weren't a great ground. There was like a, like a, not Sunday league, but like maybe in like the, the 10th to 15th you know, in, in, um, league in the pyramid. And um, there was these lads behind the goal. They're like, mate, you know, people usually ask for like their, for the goalie gloves and like boots at the end of the game. And I was like, like going, do you want my gloves, mate? Because you're shit. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I'm 2-0 up here. We're, we're doing all right. But like, it was when little kids and you can't, uh, famously, you can't and legally, go back at them. You can't swear can't at kids. Can't go back at them. Yeah, which I found out the hard way. Um, <laughs> but How yeah, is like, that court case? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's ongoing. It's ongoing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like the heckles, I, you know, and I, I do get involved and I'm, 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 I'm the worst. It depends. Like if I'm at Grimsby and I'm sat with my mum and I'm in the upper fenders and I, I don't, you know, I will, you know, everyone that I sit around is really nice and stuff. But if it's an away game, I will absolutely go to town and do that horrible thing as well. Just where I put my hand in front of me face. Oh no. Just because in case someone picks it up, just yeah. in case there is a camera going, oh mate, you see Lloyd Griffith, he's like... It's a bit ruthless. Horrible, horrible. <laughs> like, he really went to the and I was like, why are you fucking you prick? <laughs> and then just like moved me underway from my away. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, so away. That weren't me, mate. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> it's uh yeah, but I do like getting involved. Um and it's you know, but it is part and parcel. It is, like, yeah, yeah. I know I said they're like, oh, it's part and parcel of comedy, but you know, sadly it is part and parcel of uh, of, of football where you are if you're there and you know 
You just get insults. As a goalkeeper, we love that interaction a little bit. We like secretly crave it without like ever going, say more, say more. Because yeah, yeah. like you're just inviting yourself into pressure. Yeah. But afterwards, you'll go back in the dressing room, absolutely buzzing. Buzzing, yeah. Something that you've heard or like that they've battered oh, you God, and you've amazing. won. But yeah, it's yeah. Brilliant. Like it's it's horribly nice to hear because oh. they're more concentrating on you than the game, especially as you get older, like yeah. myself and that. And like you, you're like, I'll take that heat. Quite like it. So I get it about my ears all the time, sticking yeah, out. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, are you Gary Lineker's love child? Have you won the <laughs> FA Cup? You know, like just daft things. And I'm like, oh, I don't mind all that. I'm used to it right yeah, now. Yeah. Like, and like that is part and parcel of like what you enjoy now. Like, yeah. I find that like. As I'm getting to like the later stages of my career, and I'm like, say some more, go on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you kind of like, oh, this will all go in the book, mate. Keep it going, keep it going. Well, I um, we were playing Southend last year at Southend, and um, oh, I can't remember the keeper's name. He was at Forest Green, but we beat him um, in Forest. Can you remember, do you know the Southend's keeper? Southend keeper, Arnold, Steve Arnold. Steve Arnold, yeah, Arnold. he's good. Yeah. I mean, good keeper, good keeper, yeah, good very keeper. solid as well, really solid. And um, again, I mean, I've got a lot of respect. Two very different people there. Yeah, indeed. Um, so Arnold, very good, very good goalkeeper. But we, he was playing for Forest Green when we got um, promoted first time from from the uh, from 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 the National League last year. He was at Southend, and everyone was giving him grief, including me. And you're like, do you ever think about that Forest Green game, mate? Do you know what I mean, <sighs> he gave away the second. Like he didn't. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah, getting yeah. in his head, and uh, one lad basically just. The ball came into the crowd. One lad just absolutely launched it out of his face. And I was like, oh, mate, don't. And he just just, just caught it Did with one hand from about four foot. I was like, that is one of the coolest things I think I've ever seen. I mean, and it, this guy's like, with poison grace, he, he just. He, 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 he went, thanks, mate. And then just walked away. I was like, that is so cool. And they won that game. Yeah. Did he silence the crowd just by doing that? No, but I think, I think, yeah, I think the crowd was like, oh, God, you know, getting yeah, a bit annoyed. Yeah, yeah. But the worst thing you can do is that if you're a goalkeeper and you've been getting stick from the crowd, the old, the old game, and you've won, just turn around and just applaud the crowd. But thank you. Cheers for that. I mean, you've really. I do that sleep. every game now. Just applaud them because it gets on the crowd. Yeah. Like, at the oh, end so of every much, game, yeah. I go and clap the away fans now. Yeah. Or if I'm playing at. Uh, an away venue. I clap their fans. Yeah. I'm like, I really enjoyed that. Like, cheers, lads. Yeah, we did this together. Yeah, you know I mean, your part. You've of the win. helped me. Yeah. <laughs> Three points. We did it together. Like, <laughs> we're just boiling over. I went to um, Brentford Arsenal the other week, and um, you didn't just go to the game. Can you please elaborate on that? Oh right, well, I wasn't going to mention it myself, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I sang the national anthem before before the game. So I'm a I'm a, a classical singer as well as a, a comedian. And so uh, I was asked by Brentford to sing the national anthem, obviously with the new lyrics. Um, before the game, there was a, a minute Was silence. that hard to remember the yeah, new do, lyrics? do you know what it is? Yeah, and in both rehearsals, so I did it at Grimsby on the Tuesday before. Um, so Grimsby played, oh, crikey, I can't remember who we played. Um, who did we play? I, this is, my memory is absolutely shot. Uh, crew? I'm going to say Crew. And I'll stick with that for now. So we played <laughs> do. Crew on the Tuesday night and I went up and um, sang in a, in a little rehearsal before they let the crowds in and I sang God Save the Queen and there was oh you, you're going to get it right and the night I was like yeah of course I'll get it right do you know I mean but it's just it's just um, that must be so memory. embedded in your head yeah, well, do you know, and then I went on TalkSport and I spoke about it and I was like it's almost like someone going hello mate we're just changing the words to happy birthday it's, yeah. yeah and you're going what you're going yeah we're going to change and okay what two and you're going Happy birth celebration to you. I mean, we can't say the word day anymore. Going, okay, you're obviously going to muck it up. Yeah. So um, in the rehearsal, I did it. And then uh, Kev, the stadium announcer at Grimsby, absolutely lovely bloke. He had his clipboard and just went to the thing. He just pulled his thing and he just had the word king, king. Nice. next to me. And I was like, oh, that's beautiful it's from him. Beautiful. We go, go to Brentford, rehearsed on Friday, then rehearsed on a Sunday morning just to make sure that the sound worked and stuff. And then go on Sunday morning before the game and in the rehearsal, I sang Queen. Um, because you know you're it's, again it's, it's embedded, muscle memory, yeah. and I've sung it honestly thousands and thousands of times. Sometimes for the royal family, knowingly, sometimes not knowingly. I sing at places like Westminster Abbey, um, Windsor Castle, Windsor Castle. Sometimes you don't know that the Queen's there. Mm. You know if, when she'd be in like her, her like a special gallery and stuff. Like when the sniffer dogs are around, you kind of get all oh, right. Okay, I think I think she might be secretly listening and stuff. But you, I'd sing that anthem thousands and thousands of times. Mm. And then to change the words, you know, it is it does take because you, you also you've got you want to sing it like perfectly, and then changing the words. So, luckily, both both times I did it live, and then on the second time it was on Sky Sports. I was like, 
oh, please don't balls it up now. Imagine. Um, so luckily I sang it. Yeah, so I sang God Save the King um, before the um, Brentford Arsenal game. And then went and sat, uh, it, it, I my mate, um, Tom, and um, we're watching the game. And what's really good is um, Aaron Ramsdale gets involved. He gets re- he gets involved with the crowd. And I think it's a, it, it's great because it silences them. Yep. So the first time they did a, ah, your shit. Ah, he turns around, kicks the ball and joins in. They didn't do it one once after that. It ends it, doesn't it? It stops it because they're like, oh, he's won that. I'd, yeah. I would love to do that, but mi- not kick the ball. You know, just do a big air kick and miss the ball and then turn around and go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Don't <laughs> do the beat because you'll get you'll Yeah, get, I'll probably get, get in trouble for that. But you know, like, I'd love to be able to just turn around and go, yeah. way! Yeah. But like last night, Grimsby played Carlisle and Thomas Holy, who's like, what, 17 foot nine? Six foot nine, foot nine on yeah. The label. <laughs> so tall. Like... He, the, he he kept putting the ball out like four or five times. And I was like, oh, I think they're, they're getting on to him. Yeah. First four kicks just went out and out and out. And the crowd like, <laughs> and I was like, and in my head going, can't be the crowd. It's, maybe it's the wind. You know, I, just, I couldn't get my head around it, whether it was the wind or whether it was the crowd or yeah. just, you know, the turf. Who knows? I mentioned. <laughs> I blame know. the turf a lot. Yeah. yeah. Anytime you do a bad kick, you typically look back at the ground and then you stamp it down yeah. as if it moved. You've got to blame something. Yeah, yeah. It's not, not me. It not, couldn't possibly be me or my curly toes. Yeah, like, yeah. Or the boots that you've kept for like the last 12 years that have got a hole in, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? Because they're your lucky boots. It's not them, do you know what I mean? It's definitely the turf. Oh, I, I manifest in the morning. I do my grat- 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 Notifications at night time. I speak to the clouds. That's a bit weird. That's something I've done in the last year. I kind of like speak to the clouds. I don't believe in any religion or stuff, but um, uh, but I do I, like, I have a little chat to the clouds and uh, going, come on, lads, let's have a good game today. Even if I'm watching yeah. Grimsby, I'm like, come on, thanks for looking down at us today. Um, be good clouds. <laughs> it's like, honestly, it's mental. When I'm playing, I'm like, I'm not really that superstitious or yeah. anything. But I think it's good if you're going, right, you, you know, you're, you're the best goalkeeper out there. You're the best goalkeeper on this pitch. And it's Dean Henderson in. famously is like <sighs> one of them that I love he, it. He puts himself under so much pressure for himself. So he'll come out with statements like, oh, I'm definitely the best goalkeeper. And he, he talks about obviously his time at Man United saying, I deserved an opportunity. But that's he does that to put himself under yeah. pressure. He wants to feel that pressure yeah. to make himself better. Yeah, I um, so I met Dean. Uh, he, he came alone at Grimsby, and um, we we got on really well. We like first first game, and I, I was I'm friends with James McEwen, the the then number one goalkeeper, who was like hadn't been knocked off his perch. He was basically a club incredible. legend. Oh he? yeah, club legend, but also a very good goalkeeper, yeah. and kind of like did really well. And then we got Dean Henderson in, and uh, you know. You're going, oh, you got Man United youngster here, like, and he, he didn't really get um, used. And I think Man United were like, look, if, if we're going to give you him, you need to play him. So then he, he was used. And I remember Boxing Day, uh, I want to say 2016, but Boxing Day 2016. So yeah, just coming into 2017, I chatted to him in the, in the suite. I was like, oh, mate, I'm Lloyd. Oh yeah, and I've, I've watched you, some of your stuff on on YouTube when I used to do this show with uh, BBC Three called Tax Trains. Oh really? I was like, oh, cheers, mate. Really appreciate that. We just got in chatting, and he was like, "So, what do you want to do?" I was like, "Oh, I'll, you know, I want to want to do more TV stuff. Do you know I mean, I want to do my own like sellout tours and stuff. Ideally, a bit of acting, blah blah." I was like, "What about you?" And he went, "It was, and it was interesting because I remember him going, I said, I want to do this, I want to do that.'" And I was like, "What about you?" He went, "I'm going to play for Man United. I'm going to be number one at Man United. He went, and I'm going to play for England, in, like in a that was his like, mind." And it was just the terminology that he used that made me go, "Oh, he said he's going to do it." I said, I want to do it. And I, I didn't obviously pull him up on it. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah, yeah. He went, you know, obviously I've got a lot of competition. He went, but I'm good enough to play for Man United in the first time. And at that point, there was like two or three goalkeepers ahead of him. Right? I think Romero And he's was out still on London Grimsby as well. Exactly, yeah. So you're going, oh, all right, mate. Yeah, you just played Aquinton, <laughs> you know, yeah. in front of four and a half thousand people. But he, he, the way he said it, he went, I'm going to play for Man United. I'm going to be the number one at Man United and I'm going to be um, number one at England. And I was like, Fair play to him for thinking that. And I think, you know, since, you know, Dean is a very, very confident man. And I think sometimes you get stick for it, but I don't know why. Like, why wouldn't you want to think that... Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to do that? He's he's one of the first that have come out and said it. And that's all it is, is he's like the leader of that. Obviously, you go back years and we were taught as like fundamentally as goalkeepers to keep a quiet goal. Don't do anything flash. Do your job. Like... But now that the way that the game has evolved, especially with like the likes of Manuel Neuer, you're you're more expressive. Aaron Ramsdale, yeah. so much more expressive than any goalkeeper yeah. that's been like in the past 
25 years and before that. A good goalkeeper is a quiet goalkeeper, yes. do you know what I mean? So I was taught, like, try, try and catch anything. I got told off by some managers for diving if a shot went wide because I gave the striker encouragement. <laughs> like, That's mental, isn't it? Isn't that just yeah. a mental thing? But so now we're getting taught to have so much more freedom. Dean Henderson famously... Someone shot and it went about 30 yards wide and he still did a big top corner dive to Big, pretend to try and save it. Biggest shithousery ever. Yeah, but how amazing is that to silence people and rile the fans up to like get on your back if but that's then, what you need for that game? And almost that's kind of like doing the opposite of what your manager said is, you know, you're discouraging the striker from, from having a you shot. belittled then, him. Because you're going, is that what you've got? Is that, I'm fine. And then, the, you know, so it's, you know, so it is mind games, but... And again, this criticism that he came under, and people go, oh, he's so arrogant. Again, he's not arrogant. If you want something so bad, just say it. And, you know, I listen to a lot of, like, podcasts about um, self-awareness, positive thinking. And, you know, I'm not, like, massive on it, apart from the fact that I talk to the clouds like a fucking weirdo. <laughs> and you listen to podcasts about <laughs> and it. I listen to podcasts about it, yeah, apart from that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I've got a picture of Paul McKenna above my bed. But um, but apart from that, um, yeah, I'm fine. Um but the, I don't think there's any. I think it's great. Do you know what I mean, he, you know, he said, "I'm going to play for Man United and I'm going to play for England," and he's done it. Do you know what I mean? Admittedly, he's got he's got to get off. You know, yep. David de Gea, who is one of the best goalkeepers that we've seen for like 10, 15 years, and yeah, he's had moments where he slipped and stuff, and probably doesn't help the fact that managers have come and, and yeah, the last stuff. few years of exactly. turmoil. And you know, you need that stability, I think, at a team. But the fact that he did come in and he's played at Man United for a certain time and he's gone out on loan and proved himself, and you know, he's in, in the England squad at the moment. I think it's like, well, that's that's great. Everyone should do it. Yeah, no matter what you're doing. Do you know what I mean, if I wasn't like... taught like that when I was younger. I obviously I came through at Arsenal right as a kid. I was there yeah. from nine to nineteen, and not once did I ever have that thought process. I'm going to make it to the first team. Yeah, even like when I had opportunities, like when I was training with the first team, I sat on the bench for a Community Shield final. I didn't take it in because I was like, I'm not. I'm not deserving of this yeah. place. My level isn't this level. Yeah. But I should have had that mindset. But that's maybe like how football has changed. You get that coaching now. You get bred into that lifestyle of like, be the best you yeah. can be. Yeah. And I think, you know, like we, uh, um, there's a player at Grimsby called John McAtee. We've just sold to, to Luton, but we've got him back on loan. I think he has quite a similar mentality. And it doesn't always go to, you know, to plan. You were with him at Scunthorpe. Yep. He was at Shrewsbury. You know, but I think if he finds the right people to play with him, people that go, oh, actually, do you know what? This guy is good enough. Yep. And you look beyond the fact that someone might be seen as being flash or kind of, oh, he's a bit arrogant, isn't mm -hmm. he? He just believes in himself. And if you believe in yourself, you know, it, when you look back and go, oh, actually, do you know what? I didn't make it, mm -hmm. but I gave it a bloody good yep. go. Do you know what I mean? I really tried to go for it. And if you look back and go, oh, you know, I didn't make it. And oh, did I really, did I give it a good go? And I think you look at someone like Dean and whatever happens in the next like three or four years, you know, four or five years, he's a, he's a brilliant keeper. Brilliant and he's played keeper. for Man United and he's yeah. played for England and he will want to keep banging on that door. And what's amazing as well at the moment, we've got an absolute plethora of amazing England goalkeepers. Amazing. An embarrassment of riches. I mean, when you look at, I went to the England game the other night, didn't sing. Let's not talk about that. Um, but she was brilliant. <laughs> just um, not as good as... Just not as uh, chunky and bubbly as me. Do you know what I mean? She was very... <laughs> I bet she can't play in goal. She was beautiful. Yeah. She looked great in a dress. But do you know what I mean? But did she stop and watch the game and really start shithousing to Stegen? No. And that's what I think you need in an national anthem singer. Someone that's one of you. Anyway. So uh, you've got, you know, Nick Pope, who had a bit of a, a, a bit of an issue. Sticky with game. Yeah, yeah, a sticky yeah, game. Yeah. But ordinarily, we haven't seen him do that no. for the last two seasons, two or three seasons. You know what I mean? He's kept burning the Premier League for how many years. He's doing wonders at Newcastle. Arguably he's... one of the best signings of the season oh, for the price that for 10 million. It's an absolute steal. I that... think Dubravka costs more. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and he's great. And he had one little fluff. But then, like, you, you, he's, you've got to be on your game there. Because yep. you've got Dean Henderson and Aaron Ramsdale just knocking on your door going, hello, mate. Meanwhile, Jordan Pickford's injured and Jordan waiting Pick for his place back. Jordan Pickford's having, you know, in an auction chamber, being like, right, you wait till I get out of here. <laughs> that's what I mean. So <laughs> listening to rave music. Yeah, but then also as well, you've got like you've still got players un underneath those lads that are still very, very good. You know, like uh, it, 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 let's just say that Pickford, Ramsdale, Nick Pope, Dean Anderson went for a nice little meal. They all got food poison that rules them out for a week. Gareth Southgate can still look to, I don't know, someone like Even Jack Fraser Butland, Foster. Fraser Foster. Sam Johnson. Jack, yeah. Alex McArthur. We've got loads. The goalkeepers that can absolutely give a really good account for himself, that have proven themselves at the Premier League. And I think it's brilliant. And it's really, it's obviously, you know, you, 
could you play with nine outfield players and play with two goalkeepers in? I've never seen it done before. I don't think you can actually, can no, you? No, you can't. It's against the rules, that, mate. Can you edit that out? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, we're, we're in an amazing position. And I think what's really good is this 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 competition just will make them better and better. They yep. know that they can't take the foot off the gas at one point because Aaron will be like, mate, I'm number one. And yep. then, you know, Jordan will be like, well, actually, I'm, I'm number one now, actually. So you can't make a mistake because, you know, we're seeing it at Grimsby at the moment. We've got a really good squad, and I'm not. I, I, I am, and I'm not likening the England squad to the Grimsby squad. But we've got <laughs> so much depth in our squad that anyone makes a mistake, you know, someone's on the gaffer's door. Yeah, okay, fine, you're in. Someone yeah. else deserves an opportunity. Exactly, and, that's all it, is, and yeah. it all, it's literally down to one mistake now. And I wouldn't be surprised if 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 Popey does come out because guys go, well, you know, I've got to give someone else, you know, else a chance. And I'd be really interested to see who, who does start at, at the World Cup. If there was season. another international between yeah. now and the World Cup, that would have been really interesting to see. Yeah. But obviously, Nick Pope's been flying for Newcastle. Yeah. Aaron Ramsdale's flying top of the league with Arsenal. You've got Jordan Pickford out injured. We've got, like, Dean Henderson's playing week in, week out in the Premier League. We've got mm. loads to yeah. choose from. That, that Also, their styles of play are so different. Very different. So And that's what suits, obviously, Jordan Pickford, obviously, at the moment, playing out from the back and that whole aura of let's get psyched up for the game and that British passion that we yeah. have, we all see it in Jordan. So like, yeah. I think that's why everyone's backing him to be obviously our number one at the World Cup. And, and, he, and he has a very, you know, he comes under criticism sometimes for, for you know, Everton displays. But England, you know, unbelievable. Yeah, faultless. Almost. Unbelievable. Yeah. And again, you know, you're playing for a different manager, you're playing, on, you know, in front of different defence and stuff. So all, I'm sure it all makes a massive difference. And like, you know, looking at Aaron Ramsdale, like we'll just produce unbelievable saves and can play out from the back. Yeah, you know he I mean? can, yeah. And his distribution is like second to none as well. And again, he's 24 as well. He is growing <laughs> into an absolute mad, monster. I, I I first became aware of him. And, I, you know, I like to think I'm a bit of a goalkeeper nerd, like know a lot about where goalkeepers are and where they are in the league and stuff. And, you know, I went to um, I went to Preston North End versus Sheffield United the, the other day and was like, I was like, oh, guys, he's, he's, uh, Wes Fodringham's in goal, yep. you know, against uh, Freddie Woodman. I League like, oh, one, Wes. Yeah, and it's like, what is going, What you know, this is, oh, you know, I love it because yeah. I, like, I know the goalkeepers and know where they've been and stuff. And um, I got I got asked by uh, England to go and do a training session with the under-21. So um, Tim Dittmer was, yep, was, Tim, was running yeah. it. And then it was Dean, who I knew, obviously. Then there was around. Freddie Woodman. Um, who I, I knew of, obviously, uh, Newcastle at the time. I think he might have been out, out on loan, but he was still still at Newcastle. And then Aaron Ramsdale, who I had no idea who was at all. And it was, a, but he was, because he was funny, yeah, but he yeah, was yeah, really yeah. funny and he got it. And it was, I had a really good, I was like, oh, this guy's brilliant. And I had to ask Xander, the guy, who's like, who's the, who's the, who's the, the blonde lad over there that doesn't like a goalkeeper? <laughs> oh, it's Aaron Ramsdale. I was like, okay, cool. And who does he play for? I was like, well, he's, he's at Bournemouth, but he's on loan at AFC Wimbledon. I was like, okay, cool. He's like, he's good. I yeah. was like, right, okay, fair enough. And we did it. And obviously all three goalkeepers are amazing. But you know when you go, oh, he's as good as Dean Anderson and Freddie Woodman. Like, he's unbelievable. And he had really good patter. And it was just, you know, he was quite decent out as well. Yeah, yeah. And we just had, I was like, wow. And then obviously kept an eye on him um, since then. And it was really interesting that, I think of the last game of the season that, that was filmed, uh, Bournemouth had a lad, oh God, uh, the Irish lad went in goal for the last game of the season ahead of... Travers. Travers, yeah, oh. ahead of um, Asmir and also Arta. And uh, I was like, oh, this is, this is interesting. Maybe he'll be number one at Bournemouth next season. That's what it looked like. I remember that bit, yeah. And then Ramsdale comes in out of nowhere. Do you know what I mean? Having played at Wimbledon like the year before, again, crikey, and had a season. Yeah, he and really then, did, yeah. He really kicked on. There was a... got relegated, yep. you know, and then... Chef United and um, got relegated. Got relegated again, yeah. But then it's so there's so many good goalkeepers that are almost better goalkeepers because they're playing at that kind of like bottom three to six where you're having to save so many more shots. Mm. So actually, you're getting more value for your money, yep. as it were. I know that sounds, that sounds yeah, mental, no, is, yeah. but like you look at like Jordan Pickford, he got relegated with Sunderland. Do you yep. know what I mean? But was probably made a better goalkeeper because he was having to face so many more shots. And you look at some people in, in the kind of like uh, say like third to eighth. Sometimes don't really get a looking because the defence are fine, but you'd put, you're not getting as much action and as much experience on the ball, and you're not getting tested half as much. Not, yeah. And you're not getting put in those scenarios where you're getting closed down yeah. more, and the decision making that you're making. Yeah, you're not you're not getting highlighted for that. Sam Johnston, another example. Do you know what I mean, last few years as always, you know, playing for West Brom and yep. stuff, and 
was just always incredible and got himself, uh, you know, a lot of people go, oh, how are these goalkeepers getting England call-ups? I mean, they're in the bottom four, bottom five going, well, because they're, they're... Go on, watch look them at play. Their, but also look at their stats. I mean, yeah. the amount of shots they're having to save. You know, they've got really crap defenses in front of them in some, in some instances. Again, not throwing shade on, on actual athletes when I'm 18 stone, but... <laughs> Um, you know, it, you know, but like, look at look at Nick Pope. I mean, yep. look at Sam Johnston. Uh, look at Jack Butland. Do you know what I mean they were like good goalkeepers that were just tested more? And sometimes that does does help you. And I guess you know, I guess if you're Aaron, you obviously want to sign for one of the biggest clubs possible. You need and to you, learn your trade. You though. need to learn your trade. But by him playing for Bournemouth, playing for Sheffield United, playing for Wimbledon, do you know what I mean you, you know, and you do see like Schmeichel, crikey, Schmeichel. He was playing for Berry against Shrewsbury years ago, 2007 maybe. Yep. In goal for Shrewsbury, Joe Hart, in goal for for for, for Berry was Casper Schmeichel. Mm. And you're kind of going, it's good for goalkeepers to go out there, get some proper decent experience, proper be roughed up. Do you know what I mean? Because that's how you, honestly, that's how I learned. I went out on loan at 18, I think, to Falkirk in Scotland. I played in the SPL. Wow. And like, so one week we'd have 1,500 people watching us play against Dundee and the week after we'd play in front of 50,000 at Parkhead. And he was like, how can I get this sort of experience in any other league in the world? And like, for me, it was an eye opener because like winning and losing really mattered. So like to learn that at 18, 19 years old and going, if we don't stay up, those six people are getting the sack. And I learned loads. I was like, wow, this is like me. I'm going to help. Not just myself develop. I'm gonna. I want to be part of the club. Yeah, I want yeah, to invest yeah, yeah. my time yeah. and interest and like what you give back to not just fans and community. It's people that work, like the yeah. ground staff and that. Like you go from like playing in one league to then having one groundsman the next year if you get relegated. And yeah. you start looking at all that sort of stuff and you like take that on your shoulders and yeah. it makes you grow as a man. And you want to. You want those people's jobs to be looked after and yeah. stuff. Going, look, I don't want. I don't want. Jimmy McKenzie, do you know what I mean, to, to get sacked if yep. we get relegated and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I've obviously never experienced that, but you can kind of see how that would be a, a massive part of, of, your, of your game. Let's talk about some gloves. This is Matt Smith, and this is the Glove Review on the Yours Mine Away podcast. Well, yeah, obviously, um, I don't know if the listeners know, but um, Casper's got a dad called Peter Schmeichel. Uh, he used to play for <laughs> Manchester United. And it was actually, both. It was it was actually, both. Yeah, there was me trying to be funny then. Yeah. No, it was actually both. Like, both okay, both. cool. Yeah, nice one. Edit that out, yeah. Um, so, yeah, growing up, I was I was obsessed with Peter Schmeichel. Is that who your idol oh, was growing God, up? Yeah, so, mine was him. Dave Seaman, obviously. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Well, London boy, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? London goalkeeper. I so I used to go to quite a few Man United games. So my mum used to work at Wimpy in Grimsby, and then on a Saturday she used to have to work. And I, you know, it was cheaper for me. So my cousin married a guy uh, who was a Man United season ticket holder, and he moved to Grimsby. And then every week they'd go, or every other week they'd go to Old Trafford. It was actually cheaper for me to go with them. An adult, a, a junior ticket back in the nineties was nine pound for Old Trafford. So I used to go in, in them, either on the coach or in the little rover, go over A180, M180, M18, M62, Old Trafford. I'd want that to be my sat-nav voice, by the way. <laughs> Leave the M18 here, dickhead. <laughs> Man, that traffic, yeah. Um, and I became obsessed with Peter Schmeichel. I mean, I, I, you know, and the, 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 the Man United thing, I was like, I didn't really feel part of it because... It was just so big. And then when I go to Grimsby, I was like, oh, I feel a bit more. But yeah. I didn't, you know, not to, you know, I, I never had anyone to take me to Grimsby. Like when I was a, when I was a kid, so I used to go to Old Trafford. Just became obsessed with Peter Schmeichel. I used to get, we used to get there early, watch the warm-ups. I mean, it, it was him. And Watching like, the warm-ups, a niche thing for oh, a goalkeeping God, fan. We get there early. We literally sit watch. 45 minutes before, just like love embedded it. in the warm-up. Because you get to see more of the goalkeeper. Of course you do, yeah. And like I remember like going watching and like Peter Schmeichel warming up with Gary Walsh, Les Seeley. And he was just like, that's why I just abs- I just loved it. Just absolutely loved going there and watching it. He was obviously amazing. Just this this and he was like a new breed of goalkeeper, weren't he? It's like this tall blonde. Yeah, yeah, that big shoulders, he yeah. was fixed like, set. And- no, that, you know, this this Scandi goalkeeper who was just out of this world and I became obsessed with him and I wanted to buy some Roy, Roy, um, 
gloves, the ones that he had. And my mum was like, absolutely not, no, you can get someone. We're going to Norris the Rubber Man, okay? <laughs> <laughs> to get you some gardening gloves, you know, like with the little rubber strips on the fingers. Yeah. Like, we're getting them for you, they're £4, okay? We can't afford the uh, 50 quid uh, Roishes. So later on in life, I did manage to get uh, get hold of, one of them's original, one of them I actually bought on eBay. Do you know, um, there's a, a goalkeeping, goalkeeping glove enthusiast called Rob Stokes. Do you know him? Jossie's dad. Of, yeah, I've heard of him. He's got an amazing. If you're a goalkeeping fan, his Instagram is Jossie's dad, um, and he just collects goalkeeping gloves. It's absolutely, it's goalkeeping glove porn. It's unbelievable. But he I'd has a that. he has like eBay, he has eBay alerts, and he lets me know when like certain things are being you know sold and stuff. So, so I've got these two pairs of Roish gloves. Ones um, they're called like Red Devils, Peter Michaels. They're tiny. They're yeah. like. I'd say like size five or size six or something. Um, I say that I'm a size 10 and they look actually quite, quite <laughs> snug. Don't they? Yeah. Um, and then also like recently I got a big pair, big pair, like, and they were PR ones. So like that we're talking like they're two and a half foot, three foot. <laughs> and you can still get your hands in them. And they're like, joking. you've taken them on stage as well. I you? took them on stage. Yeah. I did a show years ago called Lloyd Griffith is a keeper where it was about um, me having a six foot blonde gold, uh, six foot blonde girlfriend. Um, essentially I was just trying to get a female version of Peter Schmeichel um, and you know that thing where if you sit on your hand long enough it goes numb and you can you know play the guitar and it's not like you're playing the guitar if you know what I mean yep. um, I used to do quite a similar thing where I used to get her to wear Roish goalie gloves <laughs> and it felt like Peter Schmeichel was in the room anyway so um, so I did a show about that and then actually like two weeks before the uh, I was doing the Edinburgh show uh, she lived um, so I had to hastily rechange it and then got these gloves and made some like pathetic ending where some bloke could take a, a penalty against me Anyway, so um, so yeah, I became I'm obsessed with Pitch Michael. It got like a lot of like retro shirts from from back in the day and stuff. But um, what I wear now, I'm going to have to talk about these. What yes, I wear so now, let's, let's talk about what you like in so, the goalkeeper gloves. Goalkeeping gloves, like they've obviously evolved over the years, and you know things like Old Sport and uh, Sukan Sports aren't necessarily, You know they they're still knocking about yep. and stuff. What well, Sukan aren't, but. Sondico were quite cool. They're not anymore. Sondico are useful. Even yeah. the Umbro gloves that Dave Seymour used to wear back in the day. Yeah. Like the retro gloves have all faded out yeah. now. And it's now like the bigger brands or a specialised company. Yeah. So Royce, I'd still say are knocking about and are probably now like a specialist company. Yeah. You've got your Adidas's, you've got your Nikes, uh, you've got your, well, even Puma. You know what I mean? Puma, yeah. New Balance have got, you know, got stuff. But then you get to people like specialists. And for me, I, I think they're, the best out there sells sells goalie gloves they're just they're, uh, you can just tell a lot of love has been put into them and they're so comfy they are so and you comfy just i wear cells as well so like do you wear the roll fingers are these uh, your actual they're my actual gloves are yeah. they so they're quite similar to mine actually they are yeah are they the equis well, as well yeah <laughs> i've got the newer version just oh have you yeah well i didn't pay <laughs> for should, these mate yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm 18 stone mate anyway so <laughs> so am i <laughs> it's not a competition all right <laughs> My blood pressure is higher. Yeah, you try and get another oh, contract at Wrexham with that mate on record. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I just I just love the fact that when you know the the, the ball just goes into them. Yeah, they're yeah. like the, they're not like wicket keeper gloves. But do you know what I mean? Is in you know but, I've worn negative cuts. I've worn kind of like you know the ones that just go around. You think I've actually broke I broke my little finger. Like I've got a proper. It's the only thing where you go, are you a goalkeeper? Why? Well, not because you're tall, not because you're good at goalkeeping, because I've got a, like a very loose, <laughs> my little like little finger just flaps in the wind. Hanging off. Um, but I wore that with a, with, a, with a negative cut. I just love these roll fingers. They're, they just feel safe. A ball comes in, you know, you've absolutely got them. It's like sitting in a comfy chair when you've got a nice <sighs> pair of gloves on. It's like you feel at home. You, a lazy you feel boy. relaxed. You feel like there's nothing that will worry you. They will come in and you will cushion them. They like, smell, the smell like? like the smells incredible. This is a goalkeeper thing. We only, love smelling gloves. I've only worn these once. Where? Old Trafford. But um, no, no big deal. Let him one goal, one, two, one. Don't worry about it. Who was there? <laughs> Not many people. It was fine. It was a charity day. Anyway, so, but they, they smell absolutely incredible. And also, like, they're in, in the rain as well. Yeah. They're unbelievable. Yeah. Because they don't, like, in, you know, it wasn't really raining the other day. But um, that noise as well, oh, that's, God, oh. Yeah. But they're just, they're, they're just absolutely, and Adam, Adam Sells, who, who owns Sells Goalie Gloves, who's like the biggest goalkeeping nerd you'll ever meet. And, he and looks if after any it. of you ever speak to him on the phone, give yourself two hours. Yeah, give, just before bed, he'll put you to bed. <laughs> um, I love Sellsy. Like you yeah. call it, I literally, I, it's the thing, when you're on the phone to Sellsy, you just take a screen grab of how long your thing's gone and just send it, I'll just send it to Dean and it's like 45 minutes. <laughs> I was late on stage. <laughs> just kept talking. But he's, 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 
one of the most passionate <laughs> men in football. Uh, he and with with regards to these gloves, so much so much effort is put into him. And if you sign to sales, so like I, I, I'm not going to say I was instrumental in getting Dean signed to sales. You know, it's for you to make your mind up, and um, you know, for for both Adam <laughs> Adam and Dean to take me to court. Over and and that. where's the commission? There's not. I look do it for love. Do you know what I mean? But um, he. Uh, yeah, I, I I said to Dean, I was like, look, you know, if you if you go to someone like Adam, you've got yourself someone that will care about your hands, your career, your gloves. It's you like would, taking out insurance. Having oh a good pair God. of gloves is taking out insurance for your yeah. career. It's it, honestly, and the, the, the sales gloves and the care that you get with them is just unbelievable. And they they last for a long time as well. They last for a long time. I know it's like I've got friends who go, oh, I want to buy some gloves for me for me my son. What should I get? I go get sales. You might pay a little bit more. I always say go on Pro Direct, go in the sale. See what's on sales on on sales on sale. Get them because they'll just last you for ages. And I've got a lot of mates who are born for the kids, and they're really brilliant. So this isn't an ad. <laughs> it should be. Should be. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm certainly not getting paid. But uh, yeah, they're absolutely absolutely love them, and I, I struggle to wear other stuff. Although to be fair, saying have that, you tried many others? Yeah, yeah. But um, I've started wearing a few of Asmir Be- Asmir yeah. gloves. Really good AB as well. ones. Yeah, yeah AB ones. Yeah, really. They're good. really taken off. To be fair, yeah. they're everywhere right now. Yeah, he's, he's again the 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 roll fingers. I only really wear roll fingers. Is is those those are really good, and a few few people are wearing them in like in the in the Premier League especially. But they're they're they've taken off really well. But most of those, yeah, I can't really get my head round. Um, and the, the, the strapless ones obviously <sighs> baffle me. You know, for me, you don't want. And I go and I keep mentioning my height and my weight. You don't want a five foot eight, eighteen stone bloke wearing short fancy short sleeves, <laughs> wearing fancy strapless gloves. You go, what a prick. <laughs> I mean, you want you want roll fingers, nice bit of Velcro. So yeah, I absolutely love them, and they're 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 great. Do you try and match up like boot combos, glove combos? Do you, you ever uh, done anything? Like that? I'm, I am a purist. I wear copper Mondials. Yep. Um, and cells. Nice. And I just think that they're just, just you know, I, I can't. I've got quite wide feet as well, so I can't wear like those special laceless. Built for comfort. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like I love a love a copper Mondial, or maybe a Tiempo. I mean, something that's old school. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Awesome. Is there any like charity football match that you'd be desperate to get involved in, or is it Soccer Aid? Yeah, you want 100%. Soccer Aid. Yeah. Why would you Here get the world's strongest yeah. man in goal when he can't dive? Get me, I can dive. Do you know what I mean? As strong as that bloke as well. But yeah, I think they had Joel Domit in a few years ago. And it's like, mate, he didn't play football. And Joel's a really good mate of mine. I was absolutely fuming. So I do keep speaking to various people. I was with um, Lee Mack this morning. We're doing an a, a opera, football opera at the same time. And I keep nudging. Dude, dude, let them know. Let them know that if they need oh, a goalkeeper. Well, I just... Oh, well, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Um, but... Um, yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to do it because I, you know, I'd, I'd be an all right goalkeeper. I wouldn't mind just coming. You're more than all right, minutes, mate. From the clips I mean? that I've seen on Soccer AM and the charity yeah. games, and that you do well. I can mate. help myself, yeah. And I'd lose weight as well. I know, and I, I think I'd want to lose weight if they went. Look, we're doing it. You need to lose a couple of stone. Though. I'd be like, that is not a problem. 
I'll lose it. Do you know what I mean, just chop off a leg. Um, I mean, if you're not playing, you're at least singing there, surely. <laughs> well, it's got to yeah, be one or the just, other. Yeah, I want him to do both. Yeah, that'd be amazing. In 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 the Copper Mundials, and the gloves on. Yeah, that is like, again, that is my Venn diagram. Do you know what I mean, goalkeeper, like a national anthem singer. So, um, yeah, no, I'd, I'd love to play in that again, just because I used to watch it. I remember watching it. it was back in the day. It was called the Game, and they used to do it on Sky, and it was hosted by I think Alan Deck hosted it. And it was at St. James's Park. And there's a comedian called Terry Alderton. And he played in goal. And uh, he was amazing. He was making these amazing saves. But then afterwards, he was like like flash dancing and moonwalking <laughs> and kind of like... And like some people like, mate, mate, take it seriously. Go, mate, I'm not going to take it seriously. It's like a charity game. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to get signed. Anyway, he got signed. No way. <laughs> yeah. So South End, because he used to be a schoolboy at South End. And then they put that up on the, on the graphic. It just came up. Terry Alderton used to be on the books at South End. And Southend were in a bit of a goalkeeping crisis at the moment. They went, look, will you just come down and train with us? Like, you, like not being weird, like, you've shown yourself to be half decent. And he never got on the bench, but he was in squads. He was like, he was listed at Southend. I was like, so that is my dream. Get on Soccer Aid. And then there's um, a chance. You- Paul Hurst sees me and goes, look, do you know what? We need a fourth choice keeper. <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to pick on the bench, but you'd be great for banter. See this role within football, right? Of the third, fourth choice oh, goalkeeper. The, in the English goalkeeper. Room, right? But the... Especially for the Premiership level, you're English based, so you Premier fit League, the quota. Mate, come on, get a license at Premier League. <laughs> Premier League, yeah, not I'll, Scotland. I'll get, okay. get counselled for that. <laughs> so, but yeah, like this role, people think it's easy, but you have to be the best person and trainer you can be Monday to Friday because that's yeah. what you get judged on. Yeah, you don't get judged on a weekend. No. So, in terms of everyone goes, that's the best role in football, but you have to train well every day. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're the first team goalkeeper, you can go. I'm not training till Friday. Don't care. I'll play on Saturday and be brilliant. Yeah. Right. So like the pressure's totally off during the week. So this preconception of like, you have to be like the certain mindset, but their role effectively is to be the nicest person in the dressing room. And then also you, you got, would be brilliant at this. But then also you got to go to like deep down on a Tuesday to play in the under 23s games. Oh, no, I just drop it. Like, I'm not doing that. No, no, once no, you get to a certain age as well, you can just write them off as well. You go give the kids some experience. All the kids have eaten a dodgy lasagna. You've got to go and do it. I don't want to go play deep down on give, a Tuesday. Give the younger kids <laughs> some experience. You can't yeah. put an under eight in goal, okay? Just change the size of the goals. Yeah, but I, I mean, I obviously, I mean, that will never happen for me. But I think there's certain goalkeepers that you go, oh, okay, fair play to yeah. Do you know what I mean? Andy Lonergan's perfect example, do you know what I mean? Uh, I did an interview with him and I think he lost, I think uh, he was playing for Rochdale, I believe. Yeah, on loan from Middlesbrough, he went and to he, get some games again. And he went to Rochdale and they lost 5-0 at Plymouth. And I was like, on that, when you when you lost 5-0 at Plymouth, did you ever think, I hope Liverpool Liverpool come in for me next year? Because <laughs> that's what happened. Like they go, hey mate, it's Liverpool here. Do you wanna do you wanna fancy just uh, being our third, fourth choice goalkeeper? It's like, well, and he's done at Everton now. It's absolutely it's right, a beautiful. So situation. The story behind Andy Lonergan signing for Liverpool, right, is really strange. Uh, so I was at Blackpool at the time and I knew Lonas before and uh, I had ruptured my Achilles three or four months before. So it, like, I'd spoke to Lonas and went, why don't you come in to us for pre-season? I'm not going to be fit for a few yeah. months and that. You may as well come in and train. I know that they'll be like more than happy to have you. So anyway, we facilitated it. He came up to St. Andrews, right? So we had one day off. We played golf, me and Lonas. It was like... They were, uh, the lads all went into town and went for a coffee or Nando's or whatever, right? So me and Lonas went and played golf. And during this game of golf, he gets a phone call and he goes, um, I think I might have a club. And I was like, what? And he went, yeah, yeah, I've got a really good club. And I was like, you don't need to tell me. And he goes, I can't tell you until it's done. And I went, please just leave. Like, go home now. If it's that good, go. And he went, no, no, I'll finish the week training. And I went, what about if you get injured? If it's that good, just go. So then in the end, he went like, yeah, I'm going to have to make my excuses and go, aren't I? And I went, yep, we're going to walk off this golf course. You're going to go and tell the manager that you're going. And then literally by the end of that week, done. And then when did he tell you? When he, when it, when he, when he got yeah, it? I had to wait for it to come up on the BBC website. Yeah, he didn't tell me. Imagine though. Like imagine that phone call of going, yeah, you've got a chance here. They're, they're looking for someone. It's Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. And like you must be thinking... In England, yeah, like yeah. just in case there was a foreign one. <laughs> no, but you go in uh, Manchester United, one. What Manchester United? Not like what FC United, Manchester. No, Man United. Like there's no other Liverpool. No. See what I mean? It's like it's not like no. Sheffield United or exactly. Sheffield FC. It's like the Liverpool, Anfield, Anfield, Liverpool. Going right. 
Yeah, right. Why do they want me? <laughs> Why do they? And it, yeah, it worked out pretty well for him. Yeah. And like, you go to his house and he's got he's got silverware there. Yeah, imagine he's actually got medals from like the Premier League and the Super Cup. And he's that. got the small little mental. Premier League trophy. Like, fair play, like it's, it's amazing that he's had that opportunity to do it. But, I don't think it's great for but, goalkeepers, but it also shows how good of a person he is to have yeah. around and good a goalkeeper because clubs keep taking him on yeah. for this sort of a role. And like, there's been loads in the past. Lee Grant and. Uh, Scott Carson, we've had Richard Wright that have done it. So like, there's been plenty of goalkeepers that have done this role because it's very much needed in the Premier League. And also as well, like Lee Grant, like you wouldn't, you'd have gone, oh, he'll probably go down the leagues. And for him to go to Man United and play for Manchester United, you're going, bloody hell, fair play, mate. It's great, yeah. That's what, I think, it's hard as well because as a goalkeeper, you want to be playing the whole time, I I presume, do you know what I mean? Most goalkeepers I've spoken to don't want to sit on the bench. So it's a bit of a difficult one, as you say, going, right, I've got to make peace with this. But also, I guess it's good, you know, it's transitional into management, goalkeeping, coaching. coaching and stuff like that. So there you go. It's all about knowing your role. So when you get signed for a club, if you get told this is your job, train Monday to Friday yeah. and be a great guy in the dressing room, I think you turn up happily every day oh, going, God, this yeah. is my job. I get paid to do this. Love but that. when you get signed to play, even if it's like your second choice, your mentality is like, I've got to play. If I'm not playing, I'm not doing my job. Yeah. So it's like that whole mindset switch of being third or fourth choice. And you're like, oh my God, that just changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as soon as a manager has that faith in you and goes like, you're not going to play, but we need you to do this. You're yeah. like, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting paid to do that. And then that, that's the, how it changes. Mad, isn't it? I can't wait to get signed as a fourth choice keeper. <laughs> oh, just because I'm English. <laughs> You'd be brilliant, Lovely. mate. Uh, also, anyone listening to this, I'm going on tour. If they want to come, lloydgriffey.com. Do you want to come? I'll come. I'll definitely be yeah. there. I don't have think... a free ticket, though. Uh, no, you have to pay. Okay. Uh, everyone had to pay. Even when Sean Pearson came to Theatre Claude in Mould, he had to pay, mate. Nice. And he was playing for Wrexham at the time. So uh, I think he set the standard oh, no, there. I think I'll have to pay you. Uh, so, yeah, up and down the country. It's the b- biggest tour I've done, actually. Um, so I'm bricking it because it's going into much bigger rooms, like double the size. So hopefully people will turn up. But, yeah, I did, I did a tour 2020, and then I did eight dates, and obviously COVID hit. And then I had to reschedule it until September 2021. And so it obviously it was great. But, you know, when you're kind of like a bit bored of your jokes after a year and a half. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I, I'm going back out on tour. Lloydgriffith.com, dates up and down all the all the country. Now, wherever you live, I'm, I'm pretty much going there. So Yeah, you'll get a massive following. I'll definitely be there. Thank you, mate. If you can come every night, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Not a problem. I'm sure the Americans will be fine with that. Yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah. they, they, they love the creative arts, don't they? Um, Excellent. But thanks for having me. This has been the Yours Mine Away podcast. I cannot thank this guest enough. He's been brilliant. Uh, his in-depth knowledge about goalkeeping, about his gloves, uh, and just about the whole round mentality of being a goalkeeper. Uh, amazing. Thank you very much. Hold up. 